0: samsara Sagarat na maya visita but those who worship me, giving up all their activities unto me and being devoted to me without <coughs> deviation, engaged in <coughs> devotional service and always meditating upon me, having fixed their minds upon me, O son of Prita. For them, I am the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death. I was born in the darkness of ignorance, but my spiritual masters opened my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my most respectful obeisances unto him. So we can see from these two verses, six and seven, that. Lord Krishna can be approached by the process of devotional service. And that's how he answered Arjuna's inquiry at the beginning of the chapter. Of all processes, the process of devotional service is is taught most. And the qualification for engagement in that process of devotional service appears to be a lot easier than other systems of yoga practice stanga yoga, jnana yoga, karma yoga, uh, all all the different sacrifices of the Vedas uh, for upliftment, either to higher planetary systems within the material world or to uh, gain liberation for all these various practices, and especially the practices delineated in the prior verse uh, impersonal realization it's a very difficult process for us for the conditioned soul. Much austerity must be taken up. Uh, much renunciation uh, one has to take to the renounced order of life and the ultimate issue. But here we find that Krishna, in, in, re, in speaking of the process of devotional service, is stating that all those all those difficulties can be circumvented simply by taking to the process of engaging directly in serving krishna even while we're still here in the on the material plane in fact all those all the difficulties that are in that are taken up by other yogic practitioners by other uh, other processes of self-realization the devotee doesn't need to concern himself with. He doesn't need to be concerned about the processes of, uh, of leaving the material body at exactly the right time to attain liberation. He doesn't have to worry about engaging in a yoga practice, uh, withdrawing the mind and senses completely, raising the life air up to the top of the of the skull and then departing at the perfect moment so that one doesn't have to it, one is not forced to take birth again in a material body very difficult practices they take many many years if not many lifetimes to perfect so here krishna says i'm the swift deliverer I'm the swift deliverer. If you can take to the process, the topmost process of devotional service, then swiftly that practice will give you the ultimate benefit of all the other practices. For the devotee, he's not aspiring to go to the heavenly planets. He doesn't want some material upliftment. He doesn't want to go to a he doesn't want to go to an environment where there's no practically no suffering from the material body where one lives for tens of thousands of years according to our estimation where one you know enjoys unlimited opulence on the material plane I mean we see in this world you know a wide divergence of enjoyment And those people that are the rich and famous, the beautiful, the movie stars, or the the business magnets, we don't live, common man doesn't live like those people. They have facilities that we don't have. They have private jets, servants at every stage. They have people that deal with their hair and their makeup and everything about their existence. To us, it's like, wow, that's, I want to be that. I want to have that. And that pleasure that we see in the material world is a fig compared to what is available to the residents of the higher planets. Within the material universe, there are 14 divisions of planetary systems. And we're in the center. This earthly plane is the center. So there's seven planes of existence for the living entities above this plane, which have ever-increasing material enjoyment and opulence we can't even imagine the pleasure on those planets that pleasure and above that of course is is the platform of Brahmananda of being liberated because even on the heavenly planets when the pious bank account is exhausted we come back down here Usually they come back with some some residue of a very pious bank account. Not enough to stay in the heavenly planet, so they come down, down and what? They make beautiful mu- music. They're like the Beatles. Or they come down with some piety. Come on, what? What, four boys from Liverpool? You think this happens by accident that they become the biggest musicians in the world? No. Or a Brad Pitt or an Angela Jolie or a a Hitler or a Stalin, I mean, or a Napoleon, big conquerors of the world, Cleopatra, all these people, they're either coming up or going down within this material world, and history, you know, is reminded of them from some short period of time, but then they fade away. Even the short history, we're saying we're looking back and we're saying, Oh, look at Alexander the Great, you know, all that he accomplished, all that he conquered, all the areas of the of the earth that he presided over. And as soon as he conquered one, he went to the next and he conquered again. So we remember him. We look back at history. But how long is that history going to last? He's also his memory is even going to fade with time. Within the material world. This coming and going up and down. And these enjoyments, they're all temporary. And then, after exploiting, then we renounce. Then we want to give it up. Then, I want liberation. The process is to become liberated, to be spiritually advanced, generally, to require that one completely remove themselves from all material engagement, from any activity which combined by karma, which combined with further fruit of activity, we have to give it all up. And those processes which which mankind undertakes under spiritual discipline to fu- purify themselves for the most part accepting devotional service are extremely difficult. Control of the mind. And in this age, we can't even conceive of what is involved. I mean, we may go to India and see the sages or see the, the yogis sitting, you know, on a bed of nails or, you know, walking across the coals or performing all kinds of austerities. And we say, oh my gosh, what's he doing that for? Well, he's trying to te- teach his senses that the senses aren't in control very difficult process. The yogis they go to the Himalayas and they just, they give up everything. They don't have a comfortable house up there. (laughs) And they have to withdraw the senses. And it's very difficult. And as I said, it can take lifetimes to fully gain mastery over the mind. The mind is constantly accepting and rejecting. The mind has to be completely put at rest before you can rise above a mental activity a desire to acquire or a renunciation both sides of the coin the mind has to be completely still from acceptance and rejection and it takes much work here in Bhagavad Gita, you have the Supreme himself coming down as he is and saying, let me give you a simple process. You're all my parts and parcels. Although, the, per, although there is a spiritual energy which is mine, which permeates everything and which you are part of, still above that is a relationship between yourself and me. Take to that relationship, and the hardships are not required. The control of the mind and senses becomes very easy by using even the material mind and senses, so called. And then we get into the philosophy of devotional service. Are the material senses spiritual or are they material? Well, we judge a thing by its utilization. So if we use the senses for exploitation, then they're material, then they bind, then there's karmic reaction, then there's the law, then there's the cycle of samsara. If we use the senses and the mind for spiritual involvement, for devotional service, then they become purified. That purified activity that plane of action on the spiritual platform can be immediately taken to under the direction of the spiritual master. Someone who's a pure devotee of the Lord can immediately place the aspirant disciple in spiritual contact with the supreme and act and give him a course of activities which will purify his existence immediately. Now there is a gradual evolution in this process of devotional service just as there is a gradual advancement step by step on the various yoga ladders. Whether it be jnana or astanga or any of the various practices of yoga there's gradual steps. there are also gradual steps in the practice of devotional service. Those gradual steps are going to be given here in the next few verses by Lord Krishna to Arjuna. So let's read the verses and, and, and understand these gradual steps that comprise the practice of bhakti yoga. First of all, Krishna summarizes in these two verses If you take to this process, your advancement in spiritual realization, in self-realization, in transcendental acquisition of your true position will be very easy. I'm the swift deliverer of my devotee. Now, let's talk about devotional service. In these texts, 8, 9, and 10, Krishna breaks down the various steps of devotional service, the various platforms that one performs devotional service on. So text 8. Just fix your mind upon me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and engage all your intelligence in me. Thus way you will live in me always without doubt. I'm going to read all three verses and then we're going to go over them step by step. My dear Arjuna, a winner of wealth, if you cannot fix your mind upon me without deviation... Then follow the regulative principles of bhakti yoga. In this way, develop a desire to attain me. Text 10. If you cannot practice the regulative bhakti yoga, the regulations of bhakti yoga, then just try to work for me. Because by working for me, you will come to the perfect stage. And then, text 11. If, however, you are unable to work in this consciousness of me, now we're going away from bhakti. Text 11. We're going past bhakti. I can't think of God. Well, then try to act giving up all results of your work and try to be self-situated. It's interesting the way the great acharyas break down these, these three verses. Uh, specifically, relate here is coming from uh, Vishwanath Chakravarti's commentary. And, and Prabhupada touches upon, upon all of it, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it out, out of the context, the general context that Prabhupada gives and get specific into an understanding of these verses according to the different stages of advancement in devotional practice. Before I do that, going back to verses 6 and 7, I want to I want to give you one verse from the Srimad Bhagavatam wherein Lord Krishna gives a summarization of the process of devotional service in relationship to other practices for spiritual upliftment. This is from the Bhagavatam 11th, Uh, canto. Everything that can be achieved by fruitive activities, penance, knowledge, detachment, mystic yoga, charity, religious duties and other means of perfecting life is easily achieved by my devotee through loving service unto me. All those difficult things, all the results you can get from fruitive activities Penance, knowledge, detachment, mystic yoga, charity, religious duties, and other means of perfecting life. Let's just, I'll take them all in. All those things that you can get from any activity that are for your benefit. All those things. Everything. I'll give you all that if you engage in devotional service. All of it. If somehow or other my devotee desires even... Promotion to heaven, liberation, or residence in my abode, he easily achieves such benedictions. That's not pure devotional service, and we'll go go over that in detail, but it's still, even if you have some desire. A karma sarva karma va moksakarma dara di karma sarva karma. Moksha karma. Doesn't matter. Wherever we're at. Whatever platform we're at, if we're still Sarva Karma. I want to I want it all. I want elevation to the heavenly planets. Sarva, give it all to me. All karma. I want to enjoy everything. Sarva karma. A karma. I don't want any of it. <laughs> Keep it away. Far away. A karma. None. Because I know there's a reaction. A karma, sarva karma Moksha karma. No, moksha. I want liberation. Give me liberation. In all respects, no matter where we're at, we want it all, we want nothing, we want liberation. In all respects, turn to Krishna for that. Turn to Krishna. Krishna will give you everything. This verse from Bhagavatam is so telling. Whatever you can do, I'll take that all together. Whatever you've done, the benefit of all those activities... You perform devotional service to me, I'll give you the, all those results. They come automatically. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to perform, you don't have to give everything away in charity. You don't have to perform great austerities. You just do devotional service. I give it all. So now, let's look at the, plat, at the different stages of this devotional service. First, complete smarna, smarna, complete samadhi. Complete remembrance of the Lord at every moment in transcendental appreciation and also exchange. That topmost platform, that's what's spoken of in the 8th verse. Mm. So with the internal senses, the 8th verse is referring to the devotee who is basically on the topmost platform of constantly remembering the Supreme Lord. So his mind and intelligence is completely fixed. The, the Goswamis, the, the great uh, preceptors of the lines of, of devotional service coming from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, break down the consciousness of such a personality. He's thinking of the pastimes of the Supreme Lord in eightfold display from the beginning of the Lord's day to the end of this evening. In complete meditation of the spiritual exchanges the Lord is having with His topmost devotees and lovers. Very, very high thinking is being referred to in this 8th verse. Smarna, complete remembrance. Know the external senses have no influence on such a devotee who is in that platform. The perfection of our devotional practice ends in that level of devotional remembrance. That's attained by attentively chanting without offense and gradually rising up through the platforms of devotional practice. But it begins and it ends with Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Rama, Hari Rama, 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 Hari Hari. In the beginning, we practice this chanting and it helps us withdraw from sense gratification. When it's perfected and without offense and all misconceptions have left, then that same chanting allows us to enter into that level of spiritual realization where there is nothing except continually, continual remembrance of the pastimes of the Lord. That continual remembrance brings about complete loving exchange and we're invited into those pastimes ourselves above the material plane. So, text 8. Continual remembrance. Just fix your... Mind upon me the Supreme Personality of Godhead and engage your intelligence in me. Thus you will live in me always without a doubt. So the mind and intellect is completely involved. It's interesting to note that Prabhupada's purport and also the other purports of the Acharyas, they mention specifically remembrance of the Supreme Lord in his original form. of Sundar as the cowherd boy in that topmost land of raj pray manjana chori debati vilochana na santa dai kayanti yam sam sundaram samasundaram achintagunas roopam govinda mari purusham tamaham i worship the primeval lord govinda who is always seen by the devotee whose eyes are anointed with the pulp of love. He is seen in his eternal form of Sima Sundar, situated within the heart of the devotee. We're not quite there yet. We can't remember. We can't remember continually. Well, okay, if you, if you can't remember me continually, if you're still... If it's if you just can't do that, then on to verse 9. If you can't do that, my dear Arjuna, I win our wealth. If you cannot fix... Your mind upon me without deviation, then follow the regulative principles of bhakti yoga. In this way, develop the desire to attain me. Now, this verse, 9 actually encompasses both sadhana bhakti, vaidhi bhakti, engaging in activities under the direction of the bona fide spiritual master to control the mind and senses because we can't remember the Lord all the time, and also Raganuga Bhakti, where there is some attachment, some some desire is there to continually serve the Lord. Not quite at the level of complete smarna. Both Vaiti Bhakti and Raganuga Bhakti. Raganuga is a little preliminary to praying. There's some, some desire to serve the Lord and there's no force in that. But com- the complete perfection is yet to be received. Gradual process. One, if one doesn't yet have a natural attraction to the Lord, then he engages in practices where that attraction can naturally develop. The attraction is there automatically. It's already there in the heart. We have a loving relationship with God. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained that. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema. Nitya Siddha. Our eternal perfection. Siddha. The perfection of us. Nitya Siddha Krishna Prema. We're a lover of Krishna. That is our nature. Now we don't. We may not be experiencing that love at every moment. We may not be in love. So Krishna says, okay, engage in the process of devotional service. Fix your mind in the on me by the process a devotional activity. Both bhakti in practice. Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu smaranam Pada Sevanam. Archanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakyam Atman hearing, chanting, remembering, worshipping, serving, giving everything. These processes of devotional service under the direction of the spiritual master will bring us to a platform of Raganuga Bhakti where we actually are starting to develop an affection for serving the Lord. Then the regulations, although we still follow the regulations, there's a natural attraction. Text 9 is talking of that this will bring us to the platform of continual remembrance, this regulative practice. So, both Sadhana Bhakti and raganuga Bhakti. These processes are also on the internal platform. They're internal. Now, text 10 talks about if you can't engage, if you can't control your mind and senses under the direction of the spiritual master, It's just, it's not, you don't, it's very difficult for you. Your mind and senses are still attracted to the external, to enjoyment, to exploitation. We're conditioned to exploit this world and think the world is here for our enjoyment. It's difficult for us to go internally and give up these engagements. It's difficult in the beginning. Even though we may desire it, there may be so many impediments. Uh, to fully engaging. The spiritual master, this tra- the platform of coming to devotional service. The, just the simple regulative principles. For many people, that's difficult. Giving up meat eating. Giving up intoxication. Giving up illicit sex. Difficult. Giving up gambling. These things are, may be too Difficult. So then, Krishna goes on, well then, let's engage the external senses in activities for the benefit of the Supreme. That means we work and we give the fruit of our work to the practices of devotional service. We can't give our full energy and and pull ourselves away from material activity but if we give up the fruit of our activities then gradually we will be able to come to the platform of following the directions of the modified spiritual master we will be able to take shelter of those directions and advance to the topmost platform but krishna talks here in the tenth verse if you can't follow that, if you can't fix your mind upon me through the regulative practices, still internal, you have to be willing to give up some very, from the, you have to be willing to give up that gro, those gross enjoyments. If you can't do that, then you work for me because by working for me, you will come to that perfectional stage. If you can't make Krishna the center of your activities if you can't even work for him well then work for the good whatever good charitable thing you can find and and gradually condition yourself to give up exploitative mentality within this world. Work hard Give your money to charity. Give your money someplace else. Just don't try to take and take and take for the gratification of your senses. The law of karma, the more you take, is going to beat you down more and more and more. Don't go there. At least get out of that mode. So if you can't work for me, if your situation is such that if your family sees you go to the Hare Krishna's temple and they freak out, then at least work for some other good charity cards. Prabhupada mentions that in the port. Some people just can't show up, with the, they can't associate with, with Krishna consciousness. Due to social obligations, due to due religious tradition, they go, whoa, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Jewish person, I was raised a Jew, or a Catholic, or a Muslim, or whatever. And, and, and now I, I'm attracted to the philosophy of Krishna consciousness I'd like to work and give my money and help and then gradually accept the spiritual master but boy my family, that's not going to sit well with them and I have obligations which I can't give up I'm not renounced, I can't walk away from my family life, I can't walk <laughs> away from my wife and children and become a Hare Krishna <laughs> I can't do that right now okay fine, but at least give up your exploitive mentality. So these verses from 8 through 11, they talk of this gradual, of taking one and then the other and then the other. And those are some, yes sir? Uh, in this 11 verse the, the last thing Krishna says no, if however you are unable to work in consciousness of me, then try to act giving up the all results of your work and try to be self situated. How we should understand self situated, what you know because I understand that in all those previous uh, conceptions which Krishna gave to other other mm-hmm. options, you know, the, the whole point was about being self situated. You know, so I'm not sure if I understand it properly the, the term self situated what what Krishna means by saying self situated. What I believe we're talking about here, self situated, would be generally when we're in this material world, our situation is not on ourselves. Our situation is we are being controlled by the modes of the material energy goodness, passion, and ignorance. It's pulling us here. Acceptance and rejectance by the mind is pulling us. Self-situated means at least I'm able to step back from those activities that don't allow me to see my spiritual self. So I'm able to walk, step back from those enough that I can perform my work within the world but maintain a level of detachment from the result of the work. So I'm self-situated. I'm free of the influence, the influences that that work would normally exert upon me from attachment. Does that seem right? So we back up a little bit. We step out of it a little bit. We're not ready to, we, we can't yet come to the platform of of working directly for Krishna, what to speak of surrendering to a bona fide spiritual master and taking up spiritual regulation? We're not there yet, but all these gradually take us there. Krishna just wants us, as Parsaram was saying at the beginning. He want whatever. Let's get started. Let's get on the road. Let's start on the plat on a on a, on a path that will eventually take us to our constitutional loving ecstatic personal exchange of love with Krishna. And if we can't love Krishna directly, if we can't even conceive of his personality, well let's let's come to the platform of loving that all spiritual all-encompassing spiritual energy at least let's get there to that platform of liberation. Eventually they'll come. You'll become wise from that practice. It's very long. It's very tedious. It may be, It's probably going to be... In this age, it's virtually impossible due to the influence. This is, uh, in this age, you're so very prominent of, of lust and anger and greed. In other ages, more not as difficult. Text 12. I'll finish up here. Text 12 is... A summary. Krishna's giving a little uh, a summation of these different, of these practices of devotional service. If you cannot take to this practice then engage yourself in the cultivation of knowledge. Better than knowledge, however, is meditation and better than meditation is renunciation of the fruits of the action. For such renunciation is by such renunciation, you can attain peace of mind. The gradual progression is there. Actually, the verse, in reading the verse and reading the various commentaries, it's a little bit backwards what's being presented here. In other words, the way the translations go, basically, there's a progression here. And it's although it, the verse seems to be going in reverse order, what it, what's really happening is... If you can't do this, do this. It's being recapped in that way. Now, the other translations are not like this one that we have here. They're, they're presented a little differently are uh, those of Baladev Vidya Bhushan and Vishwanath Chakravarti. But basically, the progression we've seen by the prior verses, that the progression be- begins by giving up the fruits of our labor and then gradually as we've mentioned going step by step then working for krishna exclusively then working then going beyond the external work of devotion and going internally internally meaning using our mind and intelligence to surrender to work under the direction of the spiritual master to accept some some vayi bhakti some some direction some activities which will purify us very quickly Krishna what? how did we open tonight Krishna says I quickly deliver this process is quick this is easy this takes us there in a very short period of time from giving up the fruits of our activity to surrendering the fruits of our activity to Krishna for his benefit for his activities in this world to taking up the directions of the spiritual master, and restraining from sense gratification, working on the spiritual platform continually. To to developing a taste for spiritual life, a taste raganuga where that's all we want to do is engage in devotional service. And from that platform of engaging constantly to coming to a to the topmost platform of constant remembrance, where we enter into. A platform of transcendent service, devoid of all mundane tinge, none whatsoever. When we hear of Nirvana or Samadhi, well, the great Acharyas they say that that Nirvana is Samadhi, all the enjoyment, all the pleasure, all the everything that can be there on that platform, is equal to the pleasure contained in containing the hoof print of a calf. It's compared to an ocean of transcendental emotion and spiritual ecstasy in pure devotional practice. In loving exchange with the Lord. I'll stop there. Are there any questions, comments, corrections? Krishna is a nice guy, huh? <laughs> Thank you so very much. Thank you. Adi, Thank you. Krishna.